1: Your podcast, it's
3: Cannabis Talk One Hundred One Good news and Joe
4: Hello, welcome to Cannabis Talk One Hundred One, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Drew alongside is the world famous Joe Grande, and we're announcing you into the greatest cannabis show on the planet.
5: Thank you, guys, all for listening to our podcast all around the world. Make sure you check out our website, CannabisTalk talk101.com, as we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis. With so many great articles and blogs on there. For you to read and enjoy, and make sure you give us a call anytime, one 800 420 1980 Go check out the IG pages for some fun content, good content, and all of the above at Cannabis Talk 101. Blue is at the number one, Christopher Wright. Hello. And I am at Joe Grande 52. And I got to tell you guys about Cali FX's full and broad spectrum hemp extracted products. They contain CBD, CBG, and some 1,300 other elements that are naturally derived substances from the hemp and plant. Check out the Tinksters, Water Topicals, and Bake Collections. Go feel the effects with Effects. Check out the site, califx.com. Yeah. Our guest today, man, these guys, and there's two of them. They're both Brian's, but Brian Buckley, who's been our brother from another mother forever. And what is course, up? We thank you, Brian, hey, hey. for coming back into the rooms from the Hellman Valley Growers Company. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You bring a gentleman with you that it's so funny because in my book with you, you don't just give props to dudes that, to anybody, period. You're not the guy to like, oh, this guy's a badass, or this and that. And in my book, like I've told people, if you have ever heard the podcast when I first sat down with Brian Buckley Blue, you missed that podcast because I'll never forget it because it stood out in my head so much.
6: That's when remember, I fell in love I remember with this he, man. Yeah.
5: yeah, I literally fell in love with Brian Buckley, literally. And... Um, and I have him in my phone as badass. And now Brian brings a guy that he's claiming to be a badass. So when your badass tells you this guy's a badass, <laughs> that's what it's like, folks. You know what I'm saying? So, like, imagine yeah. Spider-Man. If Spider-Man's your hero or Superman's your hero, and they go, no, this guy's the guy. Well, mine was Ice Cube from Boys in the Hood. But yeah. Exactly. Same so, yeah. so if Ice <laughs> Cube says, like, hey, I got Same a guy thing, for yeah. you, like, that's who's here for this. Yeah. And so for me, when Brian Buckley goes, Joe, We got to get Brian Jacklin in here. I'm like, why? He's like, he served 20 years in the USMC, infantry, recon, he's a specialist operations with the Marine Raiders, which he was a Marine Raider as well, was awarded the Navy Cross, right? Which is one medal behind the Medal of Honor. Which, that alone, dude, is just... As crazy as it gets right there, right? So imagine somebody getting the biggest trophy in Hollywood and we're, our runner up of this, or the, you know, the, bron- the gold, the, the, not the gold, but the, um, the one right next to it, whatever, right? You're just one right behind. So that's in war right there for extraordinary her- 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 heroisms. During operations in the Hellman Providence, I read the story. I want you to tell the story because that story is fucking crazy that you went through in Afghanistan. When I yes. read that story, by the way, it gave me chills, dog, to just know what you were going through. And I almost want to, uh, we'll get to it. I want to pick your brain about that. But Brian is working on a nonprofit, which is Battle Brothers Foundation, and learning more about the cannabis space, working with the Hellman Valley Growers Company. And, of course, our guy Brian Buckley-Bottom here. You can check out the website, hvgccompany.com. On Instagram, Brian Jacklin is at bjacklin72. That's B-G-J-A-C-K-L-I-N-72. Let's give it up, you guys, for these two veterans for what they've done for our country and how they say or serve the Navy in our Marine Raiders. Yeah, Brian Jacklin. Thank you. Or did I miss anything else, Brian Buckley, that you want to introduce him as? Anything well, else? I think
7: one thing that would be really interesting to talk about is the time I beat him in a fight. So okay. that's a really great story. Well, I mean, it happened. It's <laughs> reality. A Basically, it showed up at a first raider battalion. Yeah. It was like a jailhouse, right? Yeah, we're to ready to get into this. like, Love yeah, we're getting it. ready to go into CQB, like our weapons and tactics phase. And we're doing this thing called ramming where we had to put our hands behind our back and go head to head and start pushing each other around. So I'm like, listen, I need to find the biggest guy. Core strength of- and body yeah, strength yeah, exactly. and whatever, upper body, everything. So it's like, you know, the jailhouse, right? You got to go after the biggest guy to kind of make your point. So I'm like, you and me, let's go. And he's like, all right, you want some of this? And I'm like, all Did day. you know his
5: name was Brian at the time too?
7: No, no, I didn't really care at that point. It was just yeah, a typical white boy just, name. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> Brian and Brian <laughs> yeah, going Brian, at the it. The bees and bees going the, after the, that you know, one. Let's go back B. to that
5: then. How did you guys meet? Was that how you met? Pretty much.
3: Uh, I remember it kind of differently. So here we go. First time we met was on a, uh, we're we're grading a training exercise for for Marine Special Operations. And, uh, you know, we're done with all the actual work, which anyone who's been in the military out there knows that when you get done with the work, you start the party. Mm. And so we did, we started the party. And next thing I know, Brian's drawing, you know, you know, mustache is on somebody that's passed out. He thinks it's funny. I think it's funny. We're running around, and then I find out he's a captain. I'm like, holy shit, this guy's in charge of us? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> uh, that was uh, a good uh, morale uh, boost, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, guy needed a mustache. He, so yeah, he's a man of the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there you go. So
5: when you did meet him, you realized, okay, this guy's in charge of us, and then, oh, no, was it good? Was it bad? How was he as a leader?
3: No, he's fantastic. fantastic. Uh, I mean, we've, we've known each other for, I don't know. Yeah, like over 10 years now. Yeah, over 10 years the good the thing about brian that what i respected about his leadership was that he's a common sense guy you know like we all know when we come into work uh you know we put our r- uniforms on we put our ranks on and we call each other by our ranks but outside of the work it's just buck and everyone knew him as buck and he knew me as jack or b jack or whatever he called me uh but when we come to work we, we strap it on and that's kind of like i'd say the difference with special operations how we work is like we, you know you have a higher level of guy or a guy that's been around longer has a little bit more professionalism uh in terms of you know just just common sense seniority. Like you know, He knows what- how to
5: draw better mustaches. Mm. Mm. He's uh, really, I take he's great sure pride that. in that, actually.
4: But I think what you're saying is, is, you know, on the field, you know, he, he's the supervisor. Off the field, he's your bro. That's right. You know what I mean? Which is awesome yeah. because I, I, I'm sure that the, a lot of your, you know, sergeants, lieutenants or, you know, people don't even hang out with you. Or if they do, they just make sure that you know that the whole time they're that level of you know which i could respect i mean you know hey we're at at work you know i i think that we we don't treat each other outside of work you know unless it has to pertain to work all of a sudden you know know, be like hey follow my lead you know yep. but if it's not then you you be normal and 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 i like that that's that's that shows a lot of character about you b absolutely buck
3: you know the yeah so so the the thing is i mean i I came i came from the infantry i got a regular i was a regular infantryman when i came in the marine corps and uh you know a captain in the marine corps when you're like a private uh, cor- to corporal sergeant whatever i mean he's like two steps under jesus christ you just stay the fuck away from him yeah. because <laughs> uh nothing good comes from guys with bars on their shoulders except working parties and you know they, yeah. they, they, they'll task you out if they find you so uh you know we used to we used to use a term when i was a grunt called like skate you know seek cover keep out of plain view avoid all higher-ups, take no initiative, and escape a evade if necessary. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, we're, I mean, we're just you know, young guys just, just, just trying to get by in the Marine Corps, but then, you know, this, the Marine Special Operations really teaches, you know, that camaraderie, the professionalism, and uh, and that camaraderie that we have between he, he and I, um, you know, it transpires to, you know, to the battlefield where, like, I back him up and he backs us up, we trust each other. Which it, when, when you're working in these small teams and, you know, severely austere environments with little to no... I mean, it's it's you know ten ten guys and like ninety Afghans, and when and you're going into like the hornet's nest, and you're and really the only guys you could count on is your 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 Marine brothers to your left and right, and, and you know other U.S. servicemen as well that were out there supporting us. Uh, but yeah, we just we live and die together, and and I just, to this day I still trust. We we keep a constant contact, and yeah. uh, you know it, it doesn't end when you leave the Marine Corps. Yeah.
5: Right? No, it's yeah, it's a brotherhood
4: for
3: life. absolutely. Well,
5: and not only a brotherhood, but you guys are a unique brotherhood, the Marine Raiders. How did you find out, Brian, about the Marine Raiders? Because a lot of people, we just had on another podcast, a gentleman that was training with Navy SEALs and this and that. And for those who are just listening to this for the first time, A, how did you find out about it? And what is the difference between you guys and a Navy SEAL?
3: Well, uh, Navy SEALs, and so the the Navy has the SEALs, Marines have the Raiders, Army has Green Berets, Air Force has CCT and Pararescue uh we're we're considered white soft. We're like tier 3 soft. You know, tier 2 would be like say Army Rangers who are in direct support of a tier 1 asset being like, you know, uh the president. like you know like the like CAG or uh or or Team 6. Like Delta, yeah, oh, okay. or Team 6. Okay, okay yeah. got gotcha. yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh <clears throat> so you know, we're we're tier 3, but that doesn't mean we're not getting out there and getting after it. I mean, the majority of the special operations are tier 3 guys. Right. And uh I they started Barsock in 2006. Donald Rumsfeld said, I want a special operations component to the Marine Corps, which that had been offered years before. But the Marine Corps, being the Marine Corps, is like, we're already special operations. Every Marine is a special operations guy, which gotcha, yeah. is, you know, not true. Uh, so when I came in the Marine Corps, I came in as an infantryman. Uh, I was an 0311, and about halfway, halfway through uh, my school of infantry, uh, they told me I was going to be an 0313. I'm like, well, what is that? And they're like, Oh, uh, you're going to drive those like armored vehicles out there? that You see rolling around them. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. They're like, I don't care what you want to do. Like you're in the Marine Corps, yeah. you just do what now. we tell you, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean they, they use more choice language, but like yeah, we don't give, a, we don't care what you think. You're yeah, going to yeah. do this. Right. So I went to them, uh, went to the grunts, and uh, you know it was very, you know, the grunts is good. It, it, the Marine Corps is effective because they have guys that you know, if you get an order, you just execute it faithfully. That like that's how the Marine Corps has remained at the top of the military spectrum uh, across the world. But for me, uh, I I attuned it to like eating soup with a fork. You know, if I was like, "Hey, Blue, here's a bowl of soup. Why don't you go ahead and eat that soup? Yeah. Here's a fork for you." It's yeah, not but, working. I get, but I got a spoon in my pocket. I'm like, I don't care if you got a spoon in your pocket. You eat it with a fork, like I told yeah, you. Yeah,
5: enjoy it. Yeah. And, 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 enjoy would that. people fuck with you more because you're such a big dude? You're about what 280? Yeah. I mean, you're you know, you're a good sized
3: dude. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely took a lot of took a lot of shit for being a big guy, uh, especially you know when and, and, but again, that's a military bearing like as a young Marine, I got a sergeant screaming up at me. You know, like a five, yeah, five yeah. Four sergeant, like like <laughs> chewing <laughs> in my ass. A little I'll Brian suck. Buckley yeah. looking yeah. up at you.
7: Oh, come on! Now. Up yeah, up. I mean, I'm like I'm five ten. Five <laughs> four.
1: What the fuck? Five, man I mean, five yeah, two ten I, ten work, ten.
2: I
7: work for that. No, <laughs> this right. guy's a lot bigger than <laughs> well, you. Well, I wear lifts. I mean, hey, it's the fun. great thing is you got. I
5: got the stripes, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. No matter what. Five a day. Five two and a half.
3: when he when he puts his boots on, I think he has the the soles in him. I do. What'd you say
5: down there, Brian? I can't hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. So, yeah. that guy. <laughs> yeah. so
3: so when I was in Iraq, uh, I, I came in at the at the tailwind of the uh, the invasion of 03. We're down in southern Iraq with I was with the Marine Expeditionary Unit. I was with First Line armor reconnaissance at the time. And I saw all these guys and they had like long hair and tattoos and you know they're jacked and they had like all the cool guns that I you know wanted to have in my life. Uh and I was like, Who are those guys? Like, those are recon guys. Don't go talk to them though. I was like, Well I'm gonna go talk to them, of yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah. I, so I go over like like a puppy, I was like, hey, how, like, how do I get over here? And they're like, get out of here, I don't want to talk to you. But I was persistent, I was like, I want to come in, I want to come in, I want to go recon. And, uh, and finally they gave me my shot, and so me and another one of my uh, buddies, this guy Josh Negron. We uh, we tried out together, you know. I don't know, it was like eighty five guys classed up, eight of us made it, and uh, wow, yeah, Josh, you said
4: Josh Negron,
3: Negron, yeah, yeah, that's yeah.
4: my that's my family name. That's my, oh, is it yeah. Negron? No yeah. kidding, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. really, oh, yeah. No, yeah. wow, yeah, we call him since now. Yeah, is he Puerto Rican? Uh, yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's probably a Puerto Rican cat, right? Yeah. How uh, hard very... was it? If,
5: uh, obviously, my cousin, eight dude. out of eighty yeah, eight of something passed. I mean, was it just one of the hardest things you ever had to do?
3: Absolutely. Uh, I mean. Uh, back in those days there was a lot less oversight in like the physical training regiments they gave us so it, you they know, do a
5: lot of cookie cutting oh we got <laughs> everyone's watching now. Yeah, yeah everyone, yeah. Has, well, well, everyone now, has emotions yes. Yes. Now, yes even the navy guys well, even, especially the navy guys i mean oh, right. that's why we
7: say like, what's between you and the seals i'm like we're the same but we're naturally better looking i mean hello one of
3: our, gotta
5: one our on. big
7: requirements as a raider you know yeah. <laughs> and, but now everybody's
3: sensitive now, yes right? uh, so, yeah. oh yeah oh, yeah there was no, no like stress cards are getting triggered back then it was like Stress <laughs> you know, cards. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, they getting that, triggered. They, they have stress track. cards. Now? <laughs> yeah, they're just, oh yeah. There's like, hey, uh, attrition wow. is the mission. If you're still here at the end, maybe we'll let you in. So, so I just I went there and I I gave it everything I had, and luckily I was I was fortunate enough to make it, and then uh, then I, I went into the teams, and you know it's like starting all over again. When you get to the infantry or whatever unit in the Marine Corps you come in you're like hey guys oh all right we're all marines right yeah cool and they're like no shut up boot like you're a new guy you're like, like, yeah you're taking off the trash <laughs> boot. Yeah, it, rookie a, year again yeah it, it's like being a probie you know oh, you're, right. you're just yep. getting you're getting fucked up. non-stop uh.
5: just like diego our new intern shut up diego it's your first day <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. boot. you boot. Yeah, <laughs> boot give me some more water for these guys
3: yeah. i don't know why you're smiling diego <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, diego be seen, right. not heard yeah. right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you better secure but that you're still happiness. in your first week it's gonna be his first month that smile so, so it was I was like, so finally I was you know i was I was corporal in the marine Corps and I was and that's a big deal when you're in the Marine Corps is making e four or corporals because you're finally like officially in charge of people and uh and then when i went to recon i was like all right finally i made recon and they're like shut up and tape the wires down the floor <laughs> take out the trash like don't speak unless wow. spoken to yeah. wow like, like, learn. and you already made it so to speak yeah and i just i'm like dude i just went through like hell and back to like get here and almost uh, killed myself boogie. fucking yeah, trying to dude. be one of you guys i'm not no, a boot I mean, no. no more i mean but <laughs> i think I, I went into recon training. i was like 240 pounds i was six four, two forty. 240 I came out. I was like 210, and I was like skinny fat, you know, because you're, they, you know, you're just running everywhere. You're not really your nutrition level at that time wasn't really good. You're just right. you're stuffing whatever you could in your face with the five minutes they gave you to eat chow before you had like the next training evolution. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was hard, but I'm glad I did it because what I did in that time really set the stage for the rest of my life. You know, the the, the recon creed, you know, like the the ethos that the Marine reconnaissance community teaches you as as an operator. Uh, it transpires to anything in life, you know. And it's about dedication. It's about it's about showing up and showing up ready to go. Whatever it is you're doing, whether it's business or your family, you know, you do what you say you're going to do, and you never quit. Like to quit is to f- surrender and fail, and you can't do that. And yeah. so, you know, tra- you know, moving forward in the, the Marsoc times, you know, that when 2006 came and Donald Rumsfeld said, "Hey, I want to stand up a special operations component of the Marine Corps," uh, they they were like, "Well, with who? You know, we got we got to stand. We have we have to put boots on the deck to stand up this unit." And so they said, okay, we're gonna do like an NFL draft of all the recon guys and we're gonna stand up Marsoc. And again, luckily I had, I had some senior guys who had taken notice of me and said, I want him over there. So they pulled me into the, uh, I did not come in the initial wave, I came in the second wave, I came in in 2007 to Marsoc. And once I got there, I mean, it was just like a whole new world opened up because the Marine Corps is, is, is notoriously good at doing more with less. I mean, they just like, you don't have, you don't have a lot of money in the Marine Corps. You gotta make good with what you got. And then you come into like SOCOM and you have this wide array of schools and gear and and just money thrown at you for to make you the best to operate sure. at that level. And so I showed up and they're like, hey, like you want, like, here's these knives and here's like a ghillie suit and here's, here's all of this like cool guy gear. And oh, by the way, you're going to like, we're just going to school you up, meaning that we're going to send you to, like, you know, Joint Terminal Attack Controller course or we're sending you to sniper school. And we're sending you like boom, 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 just down the road, uh, you know, down the line. And so if you, the way the deployments go is you have, you have a two-year rotation. You go six months on deployment. You have 18 months back. The first six months you have back is used strictly for schools and, and enhancement of, of your capabilities, so, and, and they max you out. I mean, I my, after my first marriage, I've, I mean, I'm on my third marriage now because I'm a you know I'm a romantic. Yeah. Uh, my first, bit, I know the my, feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Maybe. Yeah,
4: I, we really do know the feeling.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like, we we call this all, a dash we're, two we're still, in the military. We're, we're
4: still
6: feeling it right now.
3: In fact, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. No. Are the cops coming <laughs> here today? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I feel it. I feel it every month on the first and the fifteenth. Oh, yeah. oh, go out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. It was it was just it was a, it was a great time because you know we're at in an active war with uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. They're really putting a lot of time and money into every one of the guys to make sure we're operating at the best. And everyone knew that the stakes. You know, you knew that this is serious. Like, if you go over there and you, if you screw up, it's your life or it's your legs or you know, like you're gonna get, you're gonna get hurt or you're gonna get someone else hurt, which is even worse, right? If I get killed, it's my own fault. Whatever. But if I get him killed, then then I gotta live with that, And and I'm not cool with that sure so, That's the part has got to be the
4: craziest part and, about
5: it what you guys
3: done you know
4: that, the- there, there's something there when you when you think about you know someone having your back and and we were talking to a firefighter a couple shows ago and he's just like you know when i go into a flame you know i might be the first guy in yeah. but i know water's coming in 35 45 seconds they told me you got one minute whatever i'm in there for one minute i know fire that the water's coming in one minute you know yeah. and you and and he's and he said a lot of times you know you might Have a fight with that guy because you're you you know you're arguing with him inside your you know at your home or you you guys go to a bar together and then you're pissed off at each other but when you go into combat or you go into that that fire you know it's it's uh it's you you gotta know they have your back and that's I think what the military you know has taught you guys
7: yeah it's like we we were talking about this recently like how simple what like combat was for us and everyone kind of looks at us weird but it's like it's watching that thing the uh, the last dance with about the Chicago Bulls Love And they talked about how like Michael Jordan achieved like Zen Buddhism that Phil Jackson was trying to put down and They're like that was his magic that he had it wasn't his talent Michael Jordan's walking down the hallway he's thinking about I'm just in the hallway I'm walking down here they're like he would look at people like I why would I psych myself out about a shot it never took right and the thing with the military where we're in combat it doesn't matter what's going on back in america or anything like that you got that all taken care of you're just focused on the now i mean it's like fine if some tax collectors coming after me here's my 10 digit grid come come get me and watch where you step because you might blow up or something like that right you're just in the moment dealing with it it makes it so simplistic and almost like like zen like peaceful because that's all you got to do and there is like some morbidity to it and all that stuff but you're just like hey we got a job to do we're all professionals let's go out and get it and it's just a really kind of peaceful area and that's what we try to teach people like working just focus on the now where you are be present don't worry about the other outside bullshit which is really hard to do it's well, really it's, hard
4: it's 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 I, I again i say it all the time is stay on the path yeah dude stay on the fucking path yeah like a lot of people they, a lot of they, these they, guys have to
5: do that yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. And yeah. You,
4: guys did. you ask someone that hit a uh, a pole right they, 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 and they're like well how do you know i hit the pole it's the last thing i saw right
6: mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
4: so so what, what what you're telling me is is that you were looking at the pole yeah. you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. because you weren't you know you didn't just hit the pole and knock out you know you were looking at the pole and that's where your car went and usually yeah. it's due to drunk driving or something like mm-hmm. that but i think you know so many people in business you know they in and this relates in life we're going down this path and 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 you could ask like a professional skier uh, dirt bike riders race car drivers you know all of them it, it, it just keep you you don't take your head off the path mm-hmm. the moment you take that one quick boom you crash and and you can die and at that speed you know you can die but a lot of people um you know are, are so conscious of like oh look at the shiny object over here that they don't ever excel their business never really grows yeah you yeah. know and and so you know you have to be on that path and I, I think that's a brilliant thing now real quick I want to ask you um you know Brian not Buckley but Brian Jackson? Yeah. Jacqueline, Jacqueline. Yeah, Jacqueline. Um what what tell us take us down a journey, you know, when you were in the core and you know there was you seen some like you know some crazy something that Well, you, how you he could got the Navy Cross? Yeah. When, yeah. When we how got, he got
5: that Navy Cross. This is the biggest award uh, you could damn near that's get. It's <laughs> the Purple Heart.
4: When we <laughs> when we come back from <laughs> this break, yeah. it's kind of a one on one we'll be right back. Okay.
0: We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101.
1: Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Live the life you
5: crave, you guys. Rise above ordinary weekend plans with Elevation Nations membership. You'll gain access to exclusive events, entertainment, adventures, and wellness, exclusive parties, and everything else. ElevationsNations.com is the website to learn more. We really need to hook up these guys with them. And to like go to Because this is a hotel That caters for You guys want to uh, you guys wanna go to You guys
7: should go to Arizona, Arizona. Arizona. Yes I would love to I've been hearing about this yeah. hotel We're so. leaving
4: Yeah we're, we actually did A, a, a three year partnership With them We're actually Nice uh, And so but This Thursday um, We're heading to Arizona and then Super Bowl weekend Friday oh Oh, yeah Friday uh, Friday we have an event at uh, uh, I call both Brian's in
5: my room though I want them the twin bed (laughs) and me oh you know how to treat a lady exactly (laughs) I want the Brian submarine sandwich please (laughs) order one up for me
6: (laughs) I get the Marines (laughs) give me
5: those Marine Raiders we went to break Blue Ass a good story and we want the big story which I read some and I know Blue didn't get the chance to read it, but you're one ranking away from the Medal of Honor. The Navy Cross, you received that. Explain to the listeners what that was and how you received that.
3: Well, I mean, to start off, uh, I mean, you get those kind of awards when everything goes wrong. You know, like I don't know how many times we've gone out on missions, everything goes flawlessly. You know, we eliminate all the enemy that we have to eliminate, bring everyone back home safely. And it's just hey good job you know go get some chow get your gear ready you know get back in let's start planning the next one it's so when everything goes wrong that people take notice and then you know these wards come out and and i would give it back in a heartbeat if it meant that you know the things that happened that day didn't happen because what the the end state of it is you know my uh my captain my team commander uh, derek carrera he's he's now paralyzed from the waist down mm. and uh and another guy uh ricky Breer. Was uh, shot through the neck, and uh, you know he's he's good now. It, it's like the million dollar wound. Yeah. Took yeah,
5: one it, in the neck, and he's good.
3: Yeah. So <clears throat> so, so it's we were wild. I mean, the story uh, we were we were at a uh, village stability platform in uh, in the Helmand Valley, and uh, we were going out. We we had word that the enemy was you know, you're moving north to south along the eastern side of the Helmand River. Was in Iraq? Uh, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we coordinated with a Green Beret team, who was you know down to our south, and we we coordinated an ambush. You know, we were going to take the northern position, and they were going to take you know the south and to the to the east, and you know the I'm not sure the, the rivers to the west. Anyways, you get it. Like we're we're boxing these guys in, and we're going we're going to take them out when they come through. Uh, so we 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 move out by night, and, and I mean the mud over there. I mean it's like we call it peanut butter mud. I mean this mud's up to your nuts, and you're you're having to like walk with 80, 100 pounds of gear plus. Uh, through the mud, you know, for kilometers to get where you're going. So by the time you get there, you're smoked. Uh, we harden the compound, uh, compound being it's, it's like a bunch of mud. It's a couple of mud buildings surrounded by a big mud wall. Probably been there since the days of Alexander the Great. So we go and we take our position. And in the morning, the Green Berets were moving in to uh, really to, to go hold our uh, our southern and our uh, west, correction, eastern flank and send an ambush on these guys. They hit an IED. So mm. they hit an IED. It killed a couple other Afghan counterparts, and then their Afghans didn't want to play anymore. They said, hey, we're done with this. You know, the Afghans refused to go. Well, by law, by the rules, we're uh, required to operate over there. If you don't have a partner nation force, you can't leave the wire. You can't leave your your base. So they had to go back. So now we're alone and unafraid. And, yeah, we're two kilometers out from where, you know, two clicks, two kilometers, 2,000 meters away from our main base where we were at. But it might as well have been twenty miles, because like when the sun comes up, we turn into pumpkins. You know, we, like if yeah. you move across these open open terrain features where we were at, I mean, you're just going to get in all kinds of shit. Yeah, uh, you're in trouble. Yeah, so we uh, you know, so we diversified our our, uh, our our positions. We 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 put a couple supplementary positions in there to kind of form a triangle to to defend ourselves against any uh, you know the onslaught that was about to come. <clears throat> and then uh, you know the Afghans knew that we were out there. The Taliban knew that we were out. They start sending probes and finally they start getting closer and closer closer. And at some point you, you got to take action. You know, we're trying to hide out from them. They got too close. So we, we smoked a couple of their guys and then the game's on. Right. And, uh, but the, uh, I was up on a rooftop and, um, the captain said, uh, Hey, I want you to you know jump down here, man, the radio. I want to go, go up on the roof and take a look. So he jumps up there with Breer and, uh, you know, they're identifying where some enemies are, are moving around us to uh, envelop our position. And, uh, you know, it just so happens, like uh, Taliban started. You know, they identified where, where we were, and they just shot an onslaught of, of bullets through their AK-47s. And one of the bullets went through Breer's neck and into the captain's back. So now we got two guys down. You know, both where going. you had just been, where I just been. Yeah, they that, that you, was your you take... Literally, probably like 30 seconds before that, I hopped <sighs> off. The, I hopped off Jesus. the roof, and then and, and then it. Wow. You know, uh, we call it the popcorn machine because when the bullets come close to you, they they, they snap. You know, so the, the snap crackle pop like a uh, bullet's coming in uh, started happening, and then uh, you know I'm, I'm calling the troops in contact over the radio, and I hadn't realized that our guys had been hit, and then you know the other guys with the team identified it, and now you know it's you know it's a serious, very serious situation, so. They pulled them off the roof. What well, was a serious <coughs> situation before they yeah. got hit. Well, you know, yeah. 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 You know. yeah, but yeah. When, he says, neck, when he uh, says those words like troops
7: yeah. in contact, that's like a really powerful meaning over the radio. That means we are pinned down and we're about to be overran. So every free uh, aircraft in Afghanistan will just turn and boogie to your area to help really? you guys out. Cause no. you're basically saying like broken arrow. We're going yeah. down.
4: Yeah. We got, we're, we're, we're Mayday, a, mayday. we're pinned. Yeah. Yep. We're pinned. Yeah, it's a bad, we just yeah. got some hit. It's we a bad got day. going down.
5: Captain shot. Yeah. Oh.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happens? So, next?
3: so the guys are administering aid to the captain and, and Sergeant Breer. Uh, and we start making a plan, but you got to understand now the gig is up. They know where we're at and they've encircled us. So the only feasible landing zone was to our, just immediately to our East uh in this open field uh there's one doorway in and out of the compound but surely they got machine guns on that doorway you know waiting for us to come out of it and gun us down uh so once we had aircraft on station and i called in the medevac medical evacuation or casvac i should say casualty evacuation over the over satellite communications birds are inbound to pick us up and they got a they got a cobra a, a four ship a two cobra helicopters and two huey helicopters uh to to give gunship support to these helicopters they call us, they're, you know, five minutes out, so we start making our plans. We put a, a wall charge, so we make these charges that will blow down these, these uh, mud walls. We put a wall charge on the wall to make our own door, because, mm, you know, now right. we're, we're using a little bit of deception, so we got our smoke grenades out. Wow. I, but I tell you, like, the, one of the proudest moments in my career was, was that day at that time, not because of anything that I did, but because, like, you know, I had a, we had a huddle with, a, with all the guys that said, hey, look, this is a really bad situation, but... We we gotta make like I'm not cool with just I sitting here. Poor. I'm not I'm I'm not okay with letting these guys die here. We gotta make a run for it, try and get them on the bird. We Anyone gotta have, carry them. Yeah. 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 Anyone have a problem with it? And to the to the last man. And then we had one guy with us It was his very first patrol ever. <laughs> <And> You're <Yeah. he laughs> talking was like, about like, ah, yeah, you know, welcome baptism of fire, you know. <laughs> yeah. So so and everyone was like, it, it was like fuck it, let's roll. Yeah. And and, and that that level of commitment Ooh. commitment and, and right. uh, the stoicism which with which they said it. It really, it's is. I mean, it's still today. It gives me like chills to think about. Oh, hearing and, it gives me chills. And, yeah. and so, uh, so the birds are you know two minutes out. We blow the wall. I mean, smoke grenades out. So we're we're covering the LZ with smoke to you know obfuscate our movement out there. They're still going to shoot at the smoke, but they don't see. Hopefully, don't see us exactly where we're at. So they're just taking unaimed fire. You know,
5: just shooting into the wall. Whatever yeah, they're, yeah. they're
3: shooting yeah. in the smoke, hoping to hit us, right? So, so we blow the wall, and we're and we timed it to where as the, the helicopters on final. blow the wall we go out and and and, you know four of us were out there you know we're moving and shooting laid down cover fire and then the other guys were carrying stretchers including our afghans they were they were holding the guys on stretchers too and then running them out there but yeah we just ran out into you know probably the craziest fire that i've ever experienced and i mean i've experienced a lot and uh yeah just i mean of, just it, it was it was popcorn ser- style right? yeah no yeah. It, 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 yeah. Was, it was seriously uh i mean it was. i don't have i still to this day i have no idea how none of no was hit and my last order before we left was well two orders i told my jtac like type 3 control authorized all tree lines around us type 3 meaning like you're giving them your the order to shoot these tree lines with machine guns with the, with the helicopters guns and rockets uh until they win you know i said type 3 control authorized until winchester so i gave him the order and I told the guys, like, if you get hit on the way to the bird, get on the bird. We'll figure it out afterwards, you know, because yeah. we, we get one shot at this. Don't you know, stop. The, if you if you get hit, we come back to the, the compound. Then I got to evacuate after that. We're not going to get away with it twice. Right. So only uh, we'll get one shot. So we, we go out there. We fight our way out to the LZ and, and you know, in the helicopter, smash What's LZ uh, landing zone. OK, land zone for the helicopter. Then the helicopter gunships are sma- They're literally go- they're spraying everything they got on the tree lines around us to keep the enemy at bay while we're trying to get evac. The medevac platform, which is another set of two uh, UH-1 Hueys, no, I'm sorry, Blackhawks, whatever they were, uh, you know, they actually got shot up coming in. Oh, so no they-, way. They-, they got like shot it. up so much they had to wave off. So we're out there, like, basically, now we're just like, guys are like laying on top of our patients, you know, shielding them from the fire. We're just, I mean, we're just grabbing dirt and shooting and, and praying for the best uh helicopters swinging back around uh they actually land, put the guys on the bird it's somehow we we fight our way back, get in the compound we 're all like running real low on ammo at this point' because I mean Been shooting like crazy yeah yeah i mean uh I think I mean every man went out with ten mags, but you you know you got five mags on you and you got five mags in your day pack, which we left in the compound, so we like ran out we blew all of our ammo on that, and the kid went back to the compound jammed you know like basically restocked our mags uh expeditiously. And then, uh, and then the fight was on for the rest of the day. So the rest of the day, we're just, you know, taking indirect fire, uh, calling in uh, linear sheeps, meaning like a, I'm giving like a direction and a distance and on, off a known point to call in artillery, uh, not artillery, but mortar fire on these tree lines. So to understand Afghanistan, the Helmet Valley, it's like trench warfare. You have tree lines that are irrigation canals for the farming fields. And that's what the enemy moves through. Because if you move out in the open, we're just going to kill them, right? And same with them to us. So it's really like kind of trench warfare. So we're smashing these tree lines with uh, with mortar fire. I'm bringing in aircraft and, and hitting them, uh, or my JTAC is. And uh, yeah, it was like that all day. Uh, ended up dropping a couple compounds, meaning like drop bombs on these compounds, because they're, they're lobbying uh, underslung grenades off their AK-47s. They're, they they shoot a grenade, and it's coming into our compound and hitting inside. Mm. So it's only a matter of time till one of those things gets lucky. and takes hits yeah, with one of our guys. Cool, yeah. and, and now we're in the same situation we were just in, which we barely made it out of can't have that, so I get the authorization to drop the compounds, we drop them, uh, but what happened was, after we dropped those compounds, no one knew, including the Special Operations Task Force, that earlier that day, an agreement had been made with Karzai, the president of Afghanistan, that, we weren't gonna, that the U.S. forces weren't going to blow up any more compounds in his country, so now, like, we've just violated, like, an international, like, strategic agreement with oh, the U.S., wow and uh oh well yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. It's yeah. we'll deal we with that later that or, <laughs> you know? i'll die today i'll mean, ask for
5: forgiveness yeah, yeah. Yeah. let's it's, see they're attacking us happening. and mm-hmm. we need to get out of this situation
3: right yeah and then so uh so following that uh, I mean, we fought it out all day and uh at nighttime they're, well during the day they're like hey we want you to do a battle damage assessment and what that means is that since we blew up these compounds they are like Hey, we, make sure there's no civilians in those compounds. Like, I know there's no civilians in these compounds because this is my third tour over here. I know how it goes when a firefight's about to happen. All the locals, just all run, like, it's like a western. They just run for the hills, and the only people left in the area are are the guys who want to fight. Yeah. So, uh, and we and we had you know, ISR. We we could see what the airplanes see, and we saw like the enemy fighters in the compounds with guns and everything. And there was no one else in there, no kids or anything. So we knew we like it's I'm good. 100% confident there's no one in there that didn't need to die but still you know politics being the way they are someone has to go check that out yeah. so uh, compa- knock
5: knock what are you fucking check that no, out no no it, well exactly
3: <laughs> go is anybody look,
5: home
0: yeah. is everyone
3: okay all right yeah I just want to check uh, <laughs> just
5: trying to do a test here well, <laughs> the fuck do you do that or
3: imagine my conversations you know with, with the different commanders They're like hey we want a battle damage assessment of those compounds like what the fuck are you talking about? There yeah. is no more compounds. It's just a pile of rubble. So yeah. you me to go out there and like like dig through the rubble and try to find bodies in yeah. the middle of a daytime when there's like enemy everywhere. Like you're out of your fucking mind. It yeah. ain't happening. It's not going down. And they're shooting so me on
4: my way over. Probably there. aggressively telling them, no, this ain't going down.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, we 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 had some uh, I had some choice words and conversations, but you know our commanders backed us up. They really did. Yeah. They they, they yeah. backed us up and uh, just. The military, being what it is, a higher entity came in and said like, "No, you will do this. Uh, actually, we're going to extract your team. We're going to put in a team of seals because we don't trust you now to do this battle damage assessment because you've been, you know, not not wanting to do it." So they thought we were going to lie to them. So I sent in a, a group of seals out of Kandahar, completely different area of operations, uh, different. It's just it's like it's like oil. It, it, I don't know, peanut butter and jelly, man. It's just it's just not the same. You right. know, it's two different two different substances all together. And uh, these guys came in. Great guys, they, uh, but me and my me and my joint terminal attack with the guy who c- controls the bombs and drop on the deck, uh, who had the most situational awareness of all, where all the enemy were, where, like where their movements were, where we killed them, you know, everything has gone, gone on. So I, I made the call. I'm staying back. I'm gonna send my guys back. They're flying on helicopters. I put my guys on the birds at nighttime. You know, under cover of darkness, send my guys back and I'm gonna stay here with these SEALs because it's not right that these guys come into an area of operations that's not they there. They yeah. have no idea where, what, what had happened that day with us. That, you know, where the st- gunfire's coming from, where yeah. there's extra Well, just understand out.
7: the terrain. I mean, literally, like not to jump on your story, my team was supposed to come in and help them out. So he was doing what they call village stability platforms where they're all bearded up, dressed in traditional dress, doing everything from setting up a well to local police force and kind of give them a chance to stand up on their feet and go fight. We were the commando team, so we would fly in the helicopters in the middle of the night and go after high-value individuals. So when all this is going on, we're tracking what's happened with Brian's team. We're at the hospital. We're with the team commander and Ricky and all that stuff, and I basically told my guys, like, hey, I got my cell phone. When they're ready for us, just give me a call. I'll meet you over at LZ Tombstone where we take off from, and we're going to go help those guys out. And they literally said, if you put Buckley's team in there, they're going to cover for Jacqueline because we know some shit happened in there. And it's like, you motherfuckers. And you sent in a SEAL team from Kandahar the Hellman was a whole different playground, right? And you just call like, it and if you like knew it,
4: you knew it. But yeah, if you don't come and, there and just all. Oh, I mean, I was talking to day. our ops
7: chief, a special operations task force ops chiefs, and he's like, I'm literally on the phone with him trying to give him a data dump of what they're about to go into. And I talked to that SEAL team afterwards, and they're like, Dude, that's what you guys fucking deal with every day. I'm like, That's the Hellman. They're like, Jesus, man. Wow. And that's where Dan Crenshaw, Congressman Dan Crenshaw, you know, he he yeah. he ate an IED and lost his eye.
3: Wow, oh, wow. Yeah, so so yeah, actually, yeah, Dan Crenshaw was one of the guys who SEALs that came out. I didn't know it was Dan Crenshaw at the time. I mean, he was just, you know, Lieutenant Crenshaw or whatever. Uh, But, you know, the SEAL, great guys. Uh, You know, they they came in, gave them the data dump. I mean, I think me and uh, this guy Dave, uh, my JTAC, we hadn't slept slept in probably 72 hours plus. So it's like, all right, well, and they're like, hey, get on your necks. You know, like after we told them everything was going on, they came up with a game plan, and uh, we went down on our necks. They wanted to take over a compound to, you know, to the – East, when you get on west. your neck, is that take a nap? Yeah, take a nap. Yeah, got you. Sorry, no, it's all good. I get the slang. I, for, yeah. I hear it.
4: I know what you said. Assume I assume everything, but I yeah, do. thank you for yeah. asking. Yeah, yeah. I, I just like want it. the listeners of like get on your neck. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Take a nap. Okay.
3: So, uh so they wanted to take another compound to, to have an additional security position, give us some uh, some standoff from like the enemy fighters. You know, you want to always have multiple positions, like you know, usually like a triangle. Because that way, if they if they breach your lines, you still have like you know uh, a L, like an L shape on them. You hit them from different angles with your gunfire, uh, so that w- their aim was to do that. You know they knew that those IEDs in the compounds, but they were taking in steps with their EOD technicians, Explosive Ordinance Disposal technicians, and such to uh, mitigate that. And it just so happened that you know it it didn't work. One of their Afghans stepped on a, 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 a pr- uh, pressure plate, like on an IED. And it went off, and it, it wounded a couple of SEALs, and one of them was Dan Crenshaw. So now they're in the same situation that we were in the day before. They need to get, <clears> yeah, extracted uh, out of there. Yeah, and I mean, and, and those guys, I mean, to their credit, I mean, they fought their ass off, and mm-hmm. they, they, they did, like, the best immediate action drill I've ever seen, and, and it got their guy on the chopper, you guys on the chopper, and got out, and we fought it out the rest of the day and then finally they sent the helicopters in for us and picked everyone up. I don't know if we ever did a BDA. I can't really remember. What's BDA. A battle Damage Assessment. member remember the compounds right, right, that started uh-huh. this whole mess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What yeah, you were yeah. supposed to be doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're like hey, you know, check these compounds out and then I think even the seals were like yeah, they're out of... I, I don't understand why this is fucking ridiculous. And, uh, like,
4: how are we going to get there? <laughs> right, yeah. yeah I mean, gonna like, spend, again, uh, is the
7: juice worth the squeeze? Like, a hun- what are yeah. we going to... Is yeah. Bin Laden underneath that? I mean, what yeah. are we doing, you know? Like, 150 meters... It's actually meters, just putting you more at risk. Exactly.
5: Hands down. Right? You're, you're literally
4: yeah. just going back to go get shot at again and, and say, there's nothing over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... Well, if there
3: is anything over there, it's probably not something we want to, like, run into. There's either IEDs, because there's... Like, the Helmand Valley, there's just... I mean, there's there's IEDs that they've like recently placed in I, explosive improvised explosive devices. That they use like a pressure plate where you step on. Anyways, I'm not gonna get into detail. Yeah, you have different uh, I, explosive devices. There some that they put in recently, and some that they've been there just for for years. Because like, what happens is the guys will put an IED in, and then you'll kill that guy, and then no one else knows where it's at. <gasps> so, oh, yeah. So the Afghans, the, the Taliban hit them too all the time. You'd be sitting there eating chow. Uh, in between firefights, you hear like an explosion, like Boom. Well, that's none of mm-hmm. our guys, and you hear them over. The, they always talk on these ICOM radios that are like unencrypted radios, and you hear them like you know screaming and wo- request medical support. Like yeah, these dumb fuckers hit they <laughs> <kill> themselves. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. it's a great moment. Like, welcome to the jungle. <laughs> you to love the... it. You're like good, good, good. yeah,
6: yeah. Uh, just like, yeah welcome
3: <laughs> to the party, motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> and that's how the name <laughs> of the brand came, dance. right? Uh, so, uh, that yeah.
5: so that whole dance that you guys did there—that's the name of your company, and that's what yeah. you based everything uh, off of huh? yeah
7: i mean in a weird way i mean what made the helman valley so big for the taliban was because remember we're talking about the helman river valley and that's where they would throw the poppy and they'd cultivate into heroin and then they would sell it and tax it, And it's how the taliban fueled their insurgency so we were basically fighting opiates over there and here we are now fighting against opiates that we're dealing with here in america that are killing our men and women that served our country wow that is crazy isn't, that isn't, that weird? Weird isn't it almost weird that 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 you know it's what is used for
4: recovery if you will you know and i want to get into that after this break when, yeah. and i want to hear you guys' thought on on the opioids because again you're over there fighting that war for it almost mm-hmm. and then but you really you're here actually giving it to us it's almost like weird oxymoron is, it's yeah. cannabis talk 101 we'll be right back after this break
1: We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101.
5: You guys, you got the first ever cannabis-friendly celebrity golf classic charity event attached to the gridiron Grades hosted by Jim McMahon at the Anthem Country Club in Scottsdale, Arizona, February 10th, 2023. Come and play with some of the biggest celebrities at one of the biggest events of the year. Join Revenant Fairchild events and Cannabis Talk 101 as we'll be there and everybody else is going to be there too so you better come out there with us Brian and Brian I want you guys to come out and you know to think that you're a 100% disabled veteran I mean of course you are and to think that you use cannabis to help you of course you do hearing your story just imagining if that was real for us right like Blue and I Like, imagine Blue, right? Like, I'm trying to imagine that. that. And my next question of trying to imagine that, as I know I want you to talk about opioids, is this. For both of you guys, Brian and Brian, is there anything in life that you've ever been through that's fucking crazier? Because that just sounds as crazy as life gets. Like, you... You're eating chow and you're fucking hearing a blow up. Boom. That's not us. (laughs) And you giggle about (laughs) it, Brian.
7: Yeah. (laughs) It's like I said, going back to where we were, like you're just in that moment. Like we would even joke, like we would be in the middle of like right by his village stability platform and another Marine Raider village stability platform. Taliban came and fought us. We beat the shit out of them, and then you saw them split. And, and beat it-
5: the shit out of them means kills them. Oh, Not yeah. like yeah. you punch somebody and gave him a black eye, and the fucking uh, referee yeah. stopped the oh, fight. Oh no, no, uh, we we
7: properly smoked these guys. You that's know? what I mean. I mean as, they, as you listen yeah. to this, yeah. and, and,
5: and as literally like, that. and that's why I love talking to you because, like I've told you from the jump, when you describe things, eliminate and just beat them, and this and that folks that means killed, which is eliminate. Mm-hmm. When we yeah. destroyed them, that means dead. Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember they
3: yeah, they they came up with a, like a, a politically correct term for. Uh, for like clearing an area and killing all the bad guys it's called kinetic shaping yes yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, kinetic you like oh. it read much better in Washington like, oh. D.C. hey we're out there doing kinetic oh, shaping get, <laughs> yeah we're getting all snowflake yeah, here. Right. <laughs> here kinetic shaping let's just call it what it is so I'm gonna go in there and kill all these fucking cocksuckers man. yeah yeah you put uh, me to war let's go yeah. Isn't yeah. That, But we're and, and as
5: you're there that's to me the mentality you gotta have like if, yeah, I, if have I'm if i with you guys like if we're in a problem on the streets you gotta fucking beat them up well if, yeah, that's yeah. not killing them you guys are in a situation where where you have to kill well, them, well, or well, they're gonna kill me. Yep.
3: Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Ultimate competition. It's definitely like a. Uh, it's the ultimate. competition. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. it, it it's yeah. like it's like a game of poker. Like, oh, I'll see your, uh, I'll see your, you know, your call and raise you. You know, like they're shooting us with AK-47s. I'm gonna drop like a, a an artillery strike on them. Yeah. Like, I got something for you. You want to shoot at me with AK-47s? Cool. I'm gonna drop a 500-pound bomb and and you know, laser guided because we're America and that's what we do. Yeah, we have, but it's mm-hmm. just, but it's just business. You know, and that's the thing is like. It's just business. <laughs> like, if you look at it, right? you, no, it's I mean, it is. I agree with you. Exactly. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's, like it's, I agree. It's, it's real. If you because I do believe like if you let yourself get enthralled with like like a hatred and stuff like you're don't make emotional decisions. How many emotional decisions have you ever made that are, were like correct? Yeah. You know, like just approach it in in a, in a, in a systematic fashion. Like you're killing it in a systematic fashion. Like threat. What asset do I have? How long does that take to employ? How accurate is it going to be? Okay, A, B, C. Okay, I'm going with C. Boom, he's dead. Okay, next, and you just keep moving on. Yeah, and then like, you can't so, you can't live in it. Yeah, where yeah. am I at? Well, who, uh, who who's around me? What assets do I have? Who needs to know what? Who are we against? How do we kill them or 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 capture them? Just processing it. the or problem ca- ca- set or capture.
4: Yeah. Well, I think I think too a, a, a big um, you know, a big part of this is coming home, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're coming home, and 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 you have to. There's a lot of guys that that I you know that I even have in my own family. Um, you know, my, my uncle was a beret, and, and um, you know, he he would never come out of uh, war mode. You know, he, yeah. he lived in Long Beach um, on the street because, by choice, he didn't want to be in a home. He wanted to sleep in bushes and sleep in, in this mm. thing. Yeah. He had, he had his stomach blown off by a, um, a grenade thrown in the thing, and he was the first one to jump on it. It was a dud. Mm. Blew off his stomach still on the dud. Um, but his, his mindset was... Was you know you come and see the family for a day and and you know probably smash on me or my brother or somebody just you know just to have fun with everybody and then bail you know yeah. and then he'd be gone for months at a time and and um, live on the streets huh? but but I but my thought process is is why it's why it's important to me too is it's like you guys have have been able to you know come out and I'm not gonna say that it's all cherries and you know mm-hmm. peaches and cherries or whatever you know and this mm-hmm. isn't sweet. I'm saying you guys are able to maintain a clear mind. Mm-hmm. Well, who know, knows? I mean, fuck. Well, can well you? at the table today, you are. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, moment, mean, to point, you know, I mean, your point. I mean, we all like, we all come know. back with our demons, yeah. and, and you don't yeah. escape
7: your demons. But you got to learn to live above them. You know. And we all have them. It doesn't matter if you're a military, yeah. civilian, whatever it is. We all got our issues, oh, right? Yeah. And we just got to be like, hey, what's going to make me better? Yeah. And if yeah. I go down that path, that ain't cool. That's going to wake up the demons. And I'm got to deal with them. I go this path. Yeah. I'll, I'll fly above them. Yeah
4: and, and I and I appreciate that for you guys again first and foremost thank you guys for for being there and and doing that for our country. Yeah, your uh, service you know, is what it allows it, it, us it to be it at home dude. It, it, I, I, get it. You know, yeah. I I get it. You know, I get it. You know, I look at it kind of the same way you guys do. It's like, hey, we're there to do a job. It's business and we got to keep moving. It's not a uh, sweet you know, uh, glorified gig, but it is because you're you're saving our children, our women, yeah. our fucking homestead. You know, yeah. so it's it's dope.
3: Well, and I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people ask me still, like, me well, what up. was the point? I said, what? I said, no, 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 you're, I said, good. you're te- good. I said I'm tearing up. Oh, right. I said? Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people ask me today, even still, like, well, what was the point of Afghanistan and Iraq? Like, I don't get into politics, but I, what I will say is this: is over the last twenty years of warfare, what's it done for our country? It's given us multiple generations of combat veterans. Look at the situation in Russia right now in the Ukraine. Russia's getting their asses kicked because yeah, they got you got tanks, you got all these infantry, you got airplanes, everything else. But you've never—it's like you have an all-star sports team. You never put them together on the field. You don't know how they're going to perform. So we've we've we streamlined their operational procedures as a warfighting country, and you know the military complex, the industrial complex has come together and built all these this technology and everything behind us. America is still the number one superpower in the Mm -hmm. world. I don't care how much Mm -hmm. discord we have in our streets, like. It's uh, like we're like a dysfunctional family in America. Like if if we fight each other when there's no one else to fight, right now there's no one else to fight. If someone nuked Hawaii, see how quickly the country would come together and fight. Yeah, You know, and you know, China, Russia, whatever bring it if, they, if that's what they want then like let's give it come to on them. down yeah, yeah we don't yeah, have yeah, any near down. peers
5: right now i mean yeah. that's what
3: people need to realize there's no one near us right and now, the other so leaders yeah.
5: have to realize that by knowing what america has with the armed
7: forces right i mean absolutely and, you know even like joe you said, like on a, play on ta- football yeah on ta- playing the game yeah absolutely and even on a tactical level i mean when you're ready to like smoke check these guys i mean that last second they look at you before you throw around in uh, between the running lights the they, they just look at you like fuck you guys are good you know they're just like god damn it yeah no here it comes yeah you got the yep
3: Dude, there's a very distinct thing that I, I I still I can still remember. There's a very distinct thing that happens with someone's eyes yeah. when they realize that you're going to kill them. Like like when you could see like a shift in their eyes. And those who out there who've done it will mm-hmm. know. It's like the, the when they realize that they're dead. Yeah, it, it just you, you see a change in their eyes. And you know, but again, yeah, and it's it's, it's sad. I'm sorry. No, it's 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 uh, business uh, this is what you signed up for and guess what people listening
5: this is why um, you can listen to this podcast yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. you know what I mean because of guys like this yeah well every
7: generation I mean this democracy I mean it needs to be defended violently at times and every generation kind of has to earn their stripes and God you know we all have kids they're they're going to face it eventually something's going to happen you know so, no one saw nine yeah. eleven happening right yeah. and it did oh, and, i'm going to
5: tell
3: my kids well, to things... join the air force yeah, yeah they're all going air force <laughs> man that's for sure and, and as
5: we do this and you have your cannabis company that you guys both have your hbgc <laughs> you know Coming company back. shirts would... and everything else how did you, Brian, find cannabis when you come back? Did Brian Buckley go, hey, dude, I don't know if you're dealing with shit, but this cannabis has been helping me. I don't know if you're dealing with the same demons I'm dealing with, but, you know, I'm smoking this oil, and now I'm selling it too. You want to jump in the game with me? Like, how does this come about to to help you with your PTSD? Because I'm sure
3: you deal with it. Well, so for me, uh, I mean, Brian's been, had this company since 2016. I was still a Marine. When you're in the, when you're in the military, you can't do any drugs. you know. Right. So I had to, like, kind of stay separate from it. And uh, but you know, and I don't really I don't really feel like I have a lot of PTSD personally. Like uh, I feel for guys who do, and I I'm not downplaying their their struggles. Uh, but for me, uh, my my problem is sleeping through the night. Like I have a I just like I'll go to sleep at ten eleven o'clock at night whatever, and then at midnight one o'clock thing you know i'm i'm wide awake all night and it's like man i got that's shit. not ptsd at all yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, and, and i will say like motherfuckers like, what's up let's go yeah, yeah. out the window yeah shit. he's out the fucking in the car driving around the neighborhood and shit Patrol. i don't have ptsd joe no really nah. no i mean i'll i'll, I'll have dreams where I'll like relive stuff and you know like, you'll wake me up in the night and i'll wake up and i won't know where i'm at and it kind of takes me a second i'm like oh there's my wife and you know like i got you know the ceiling fans oh, going and i'm just like what a trip, you know? Okay, but now I'm wide awake, you know. So yeah. what I what I found, and I and personally, like I don't really like the way I feel like when I I don't smoke a lot of pot, right? Like yeah. like I, I do just enough like medicinally to yeah. go sleep through the night. I love it. Mm-hmm. So oh, like yeah. I, like because yeah. like, if I if I, if I was to sit here and smoke a joint with you guys, I would just Paradox. turn into a Chinese schoolgirl and I'd be completely useless <laughs> to everybody. Uh, so like, but at the end of the night, dude, if I take a couple hits of some indica and like just enough to like, okay, I feel good. I can sleep, and I and I sleep all the way through the night, and I wake up refreshed, and then I don't smoke again until the next night. You know, and, and that's yeah. that, that's just my thing. That's my treatment plan. Yeah. I don't do it. I don't smoke pot to get fucked up. You know, I I smoke pot because <laughs> I I want the benefits. Exactly, right. and, exactly. And, I, and that's why that's why I support what what Brian's doing here. Why I'm like, yeah. I mean, if there's anything I can do to help out, let let's rock and roll, man.
4: You know, I I find it it's awesome because you know I I think that you guys understand a brotherhood that's that's you know. Um, much further than most people, right? Mm-hmm. there's something that, you know, I, I'll never get to experience. You know, I, I've experienced it actually in, in, in on, not on the same level, but in a street level where, you know, I've had my friends murdered and yeah. shot at and died next to me, like, holy shit, you know. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but, which is not normal either, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but it's just something that I happen to see in my life. Sure. Uh, but, you know, I think, um, something you guys did is is much further than that. I mean, you guys are talking about like, you guys signed up for this shit. You went out there, we all signed up for it, but you guys went out there daily and far from our country lived on uh, someone else's soil. Um, I mean, you know, and it's almost like, like, I swear you just explained a, a movie, you know, but you actually lived it. And, and so it's, you guys now having this opportunity to bring out a product one you guys have a certain standard that you live by mm-hmm. you know you know you're not going to mess each other around this is you know you guys care about each other enough to know like hey this guy was out there you know protecting my back when when i called in support to come get me or to take me out of there or to bring me in or whatever you guys have that bond and that brotherhood that's not really easily found yeah. This is and, and and trust me, it's taken me years to build this brotherhood with with certain people in our camp just to have them be like, yo, we we, uh, I trust you enough to to see everything that's going on with this company and 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 I relate it to your business, to your family life. You know, you have your um, your big life. You know, this is our big life. You know, we're on set right now. We're mm-hmm. doing a show. You know, we're doing this, and then you have your small life. You know, your small life is probably the most important life. It's the one you yeah. go home to, your family, and all this and that. And it s- sounds like an oxymoron, but it, it, it is. It's your small life is so much more important. But every day you're doing this big life. Mm-hmm. So you guys probably, you know, complement each other well. Are you guys actually physically partners right now or just helping each other out? Or how's that he, working?
7: He's getting more involved with our nonprofit, Battle Brothers Foundation. And literally, it's like, hey, why don't you come out here for a month? Just live with me and we'll just check out Canvas. So you kind of get a little bit more situational oh, awareness so of what San we're Diego, doing. So, you. yeah, he's nice. been down in uh, San Diego. He's getting ready to fly uh, back uh, soon. but you know, He's what, kicking what, you out? Oh, I would never kick him out. I'd love him to say It's no, like I had no. the safest house in America for a little I go, while. But I feel I mean, bad, though. I sit in his house and eat all his food, and I'm like, hey, oh, yeah, okay, man. Well, go, you go, eat all you those go, pop brownies, and it's like he goes got, like werewolf mood. I, I, <laughs> I was
5: just I in Del Mar. I was just in Del Mar on Sunday for a soccer tournament. My son had a soccer tournament. He's going to have another game on Sunday, but I'm going to be in Arizona on Sunday, too. I'll let him stay in my extra room for a Right? Give him a couple guns and take over the house. And like I said, just because, and the way he talks right now, right? The first interview I did with Brian when Brian Buckley was describing everything. He's eliminating this, eliminating that. I was like, the the way you talked, what you got to experience right now was the same stories I heard from Brian. And it's like so... The way you describe your job is, mm-hmm. is so elegantly safe to make it's me feel like, oh my God, like how bad of an ass is this dude right there? It's right to, to win the fucking medal that you won. Yeah. And the other thing that I want to point out for you listeners, this is what Hellman Valley Growers Company is about. So when you're looking at buying a cannabis product and smoking something or doing sure. something, this is what's owned by Brian Buckley. And this is Brian Buckley bringing in this guy saying, hey, Battle come Brothers, help with the baby. non-profit this. And they go out and they give money for veterans and that and that's well, why we've guys, always supported them, and that's why I love them so well much. don't you do a whole you have a whole system
7: yeah I some, mean we, we literally right? have what they call an institutional review board which falls under the FDA which means we've been cleared to do human trials with medical cannabis to see if it reduces the symptoms of post-traumatic stress we got Israeli doctors we got UC Irvine with us that's what the United States Congress said to me is like if you get data in American doctors you're gonna have a good argument so we're just trying to fund our, uh, our research so we can get that going. And if you want to help us out, go to battlebrothersfoundation.org and make a donation. Hellman Valley Growers Company product. Not only you get a great product, like Joe was saying, but we take 100% of our profits and we donate that back to our veteran medical cannabis research. I have not taken a salary since I started this thing. That's how important this is. You hear about all the missions we talk about? This right here is the most important mission of my life because during this whole entire time from 9-11 to now, we lost 7,070 men and women during a global war on terrorism. During that same period, we've lost nearly 31,000 men and women, uh, active duty and, reser- um, and veterans, to suicide. So wow. essentially, being back here in America is we more Brian dangerous. Know that answer, remember? Yeah, wow. for being back we in did. the Helmand or Fallujah <laughs> yeah. or anything like that, this is a more dangerous battlefield that we're on. And like I said, we bring back our demons, and sometimes they get our brothers and sisters, and I'm just not cool with that. we got to put an end to it.
5: And Brian, what's the latest and greatest, because we have conversations just on the weekends and bullshit time about you going to Washington and talking to legislature and this and that. Give us an update on what you got going on and what's been, you know, since our conversations.
7: Yeah, it's been pretty good. I mean, obviously, we had an election midterms, and it took them a little while to get the Speaker of the House figured out. But I literally just talked to Representative Nancy Mace, who's a Republican in South Carolina, wrote a great bill called the State Reform Act. Just talked to their office yesterday, so we're helping out with a resolution that they're going to put together on the uh, Congress, uh, House floor, uh, coinciding with the United Nations. And then uh, once they kind of get things a little more settled, we want to kind of help out on terms of what we're doing with our research and share that information with them. Because they're the ultimate, they're the legislators, they make the laws, and we need to get this thing knocked down. These schedule it is a preferred. Schedule 3 would work. But with them we want to get together and kind of move forward so we can get Hellman valley growers company product with medical back data in the va system so that men and women can go see their va doctors and get prescribed cannabis free of charge and out the door they go so we're still working with them and there's a lot of good things you know guys like Dave Joyce out of Ohio, Barbara Lee out of Oakland, you got Nancy Mace out of South Carolina. I mean, we're we're Marines. We're my political party's America. You yeah. know, I, I, I don't like care that. about Republican, don't care about Democrat. We just have a mission to accomplish. Amen. So we're working with both of them and things are starting to shake out now. We're going to be very aggressive with Congress in this next 2 years and see what we can do.
2: Yeah.
3: And, and that's one of the things I, that I the things that really intrigued me about what Brian had going on here is that you know, if there's anyone Who's going to listen to the efficacy of cannabis for treatment of PTSD, anxiety, sleep disorders, whatever? That's good. It, it, they're going to listen to veterans about yeah, it. Like, like both sure. sides of the for aisle. Sure. Like, whether you're Republican or Democrat, I'm with Brian. Like, I don't really care. Keep out of my business. Let me keep my money. You yeah. know, like, like <laughs> yeah. stop, stop taxing me. You. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, but, but it's like, you know, if there's anyone they're going to listen to, It's gonna be, like government listens to government and government knows how government works. You know, Brian did, he was an officer, like he knows how government works. You know, I had 20 years, I know how government works. And when I see, you know, I meet a lot of the people in the cannabis industry and it really, it just blows me away. It's like, you got so many great people in this industry, but it it almost seems like, like, they don't want to work together because it's, it's yeah. still like they don't know how it works Yeah, it's still and it bo- actually yep. works when
4: you work together is yes. <laughs> yes. yeah, that exactly. hey, exactly. exactly. blue? teamwork yeah I know <laughs> yeah. So well, right. well, so talk about what you want to do yes. let's, uh, let's really help each other and really hold each other accountable for the things that we need to get done and help the other go. person but if we need don't it. do it if yep. we don't do it let's figure out how to do it yep. and that's okay too but let's do it like, and you we know, should help each other and I try to tell people that shit it's like man we
5: plug each other's podcast we sitting here going what's your podcast what's this and that Like we try to help folks out no matter what that's what we do Well, I think you know that's what we do, though.
4: Well, no, and and since we're talking about like that, it's like I I am very clear and okay with having clear conversations, right? Like I want to be super blunt, super real, and just know everything we're doing so we understand it, right? And it's like, and if you can do that, then you will find that you're going to be successful through with your team because you're going to say, well, this is how we can bring to you. This is how we bring it to you, and then the first time we might not do it, but the second time we—oh, there it goes. And now we teach that person that hey, this is why we're doing it, and then it just becomes this huge chain Transparency, of custody. It's yeah, a chain of custody of just out. all the different companies working together. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. Right? We, you know, it's just who does it better with each other, and then you start to build those you know alliances and realize that hey, we really have something here. Yeah, this well, is working.
3: You know? Well, yeah. we all—I mean, the, the, everyone has the same mission, right? Like everyone. It, i think you'd be hard-pressed to find someone out there in this industry that doesn't agree that it has medicinal effects yeah so like why is not everyone on board with getting this thing across the goal line and with the mechanism of using guys who have a have a have a, have, have the ear of congress to do such yeah you know it, it, it blows my mind. i've been out here for a month <laughs> yeah. I, i've been i've been like like you know of an outside perspective going in dispensaries watching them like how they run their operations and the battle brothers and everything else and i'm like it's just it's wild to me that everyone's not on board with this thing and you know obviously that's our goal here is to get more people aware and more people moving towards the goal line uh but well it takes a
4: bigger thinker right i think than than some of the you know and i say there's a lot of fast food people in this industry Mm. they're here to eat really fast and get fat you know um, versus people that are going to just kind of sit back and dine for the whole time. Yeah, it's and, and, and well said. That's you, a, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. There's just a lot that, of people coming in. they see something, they just want to eat it up, and it's And it's like, bro, okay, keep doing that, you mm-hmm. know, because you're going to get fat. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna air out. But we're going to stay real consistent and go right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and I watch it all the time, and I'm like, damn, but you know, let me go back 12, 15 years. I, I don't see half the people I know. I think I know, you know, maybe like, I don't know. There, there's a good handful, but but uh, still, the people around. But, I mean, you know, you've seen all the faces that we've seen coming in out of this that are so fast food. They come in with a great story. They got a pocket full of money. They're spending it everywhere. They're building this, building that. And it's just like, cool, that's fast food shit. It doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, sl- slow money's for show money. Yeah. You know, it's going to fucking work. Just be slow. Be patient. Don't make stupid decisions. Yeah. You just know? be persistent. Don't steal. Don't do all yeah. the yeah. stupid shit. That, you exactly. Know, don't let you, and just be honest, you yeah. know it's not that hard to be to be honest with people and, and I think that people get confused and they think that business is about lying and fucking creating up bullshit to, to make them look better mm-hmm. instead of just fucking no this is like what we can do this is what we are doing this is how we do it and, and 90% of people don't ever ask us even what we do they just be like oh you guys got a show we? you guys got a show <laughs> you guys got a show and we're like yeah we got a show but we you know we throw festivals we, we put we put on um, you know a magazine we're a doing events we, Events. Yep. We, put, we, 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 have, we host Keinty. We, we Absolutely. We, host, we, Absolutely. We, we, create, <laughs> we create live we create live leads for people. You know, we call it live leads. You know, is, is we put people in front of people and yeah. then we tell them, Hey, we put you guys here on purpose. <laughs> we Put right. up the nice signs from the good, Yeah, damn right. it's yeah, looks it good. You know, yeah. So
5: You know, Brian, it's so cool to see both Brian's working together and Brian Jacqueline, you know, hearing your story and how you won that Navy cross. Yeah, you know, one medal behind the Medal of Honor. Uh, just to think of what you did and your captain taking one in the neck and your other buddies getting it and you guys getting them out of there alive. For you to fucking step up and do that, dude. If there's anything, and Brian already knows this too, we could ever do for you. Like seriously, this is your home. Yeah, man. you need
4: a place to stay, bro. I got you. Like yeah. Yeah. all bullshit aside, yeah, yeah. come no. in town. We oh. got trailers. Like, we we
5: got love that. My dad was in the, the no, army. Like, yeah, yeah, come on through. We got dude. a yeah. we got a camper
3: yeah. out here. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah no, I, mean, I got a fucking house down the street. I mean, you yeah. know what I I'm saying, I've I've slept on like mud floors in third world countries for most of my career. Like a camper sounds. My backyard is so nice.
4: Oh man, no, seriously, I you know you guys are. good. Good, good guys and, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to to see what your guys' mission looks like at the end of this because you know there's no quitting right no. you're here right? Yeah, and that's why we support your company
5: moving. that's why your company is up on our wall here appreciate you know that yeah like there, there's you a reason, real deal it's still, it's still there yeah, yeah. There's, there's a reason I why I had to convince him to leave it up <laughs> <pretty much, laughs> before he even met you and even before oh, he's like why yeah. do you fucking like that guy so much and I'm like dude you gotta hear the story <laughs> man this guy's amazing oh come on blue. What do you mean? We had a wind like, blew over. we like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, tell the team what we're doing. <laughs> oh, no, I'm like, no, this is Let's the guy. These guys are the guys. They're this. They're, they're our military. They're our government connection. Like, what Brian's, what you're doing, Buckley, is. It's like so truth and to hear even the other brian say like when he first met you to see an officer yeah. be a leader like he was was good for me to hear because i never heard anybody yet so i was kind of yeah. wondering for half a second
7: i'm only but, hearing the bullshit he. I, I did a good vetting on this one yeah, like, yeah, now, uh, yeah you before totally, you talk about before me before you man. talk about it, make sure you <laughs> yeah. say i was a good i was a good mustache be cool honey bunny you know <laughs> hey, yeah. hey buck buck yes sir how
4: you doing can i call you buck yeah, absolutely I blue like, i like that man um, you know, I'll tell you what, dude, I, I think you're a fantastic man, dude. I, I appreciate everything you've done for our country as well. Wow. You know, you, you two, um, you know, have definitely been through those stories and, and, uh, you know, I don't even know Jack if that's the buck. right thing to do. I mean, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever we can do to help you guys was certainly there. And and I think what, what, what something we might want to talk about is what does your, your, your infrastructure look like the, the business plan in order to bring that, that capital in, because those are things that I'm, Probably you know a lot more well-rounded than yeah. most people think about me, yeah. and and I could identify it, bring it in, and create the the story, and I think you guys could deliver the the the. The, prod, the goods you know awesome so you know let's talk about what that looks like and, and, and trying try to doing a veterans
5: event here with you guys
4: yeah, yeah. I want to do yeah. something with... yeah
7: we'll definitely want to do some stuff here for sure I like want Brian and all and that. Something, you know? yeah. and I want to
5: get the the Valley just don't Valleys. let Joe organize
7: it no, uh, <laughs> I'm by far <laughs> the guy that's going to organize <laughs> guy, I'm just going to come on we're doing a veterans <laughs> no, 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 event
5: no no <laughs> no but what I'll do is I'll take all the credit for the organization I'll say I did it all look what I've accomplished
3: yes this is my whole career this is my vision it came to life Joe tell the whole team though we got a whole team <laughs> hey Brian, how much how much do we need to finish the clinical trials? Uh, about another 300k. Yeah. Okay, so think about this, like how many cannabis companies are out there, right? You're hundreds. Like if, if, if they came together And every cannabis company said Like okay I'm gonna donate Three thousand If hundred companies came together and Said I'll, I'll give you three thousand dollars It's over It's done It's done
7: yeah.
4: And
3: it's gonna benefit the well, entire community Everyone's got three thousand fucking dollars man Well
4: and here's how we do it though We, we put it we, You have to build it in a So that's the that's exactly what I'm saying right exactly. So you that's tell good. me that And I go perfect Now okay, we know I could have them make it all look beautiful On this side mm-hmm. Get it all pretty And then we can get them Having meetings and say Hey look we're not gonna touch any of the money We're gonna put it into An escrow account until we hit the final amount, yeah. all we're asking is for your donation today, and then we start we'll going recognize down. That, you. We start going down that 100 yeah, path, right? Yeah, exactly. And I and I could organize that path. That's nice. what I, I got to hear. Yeah. And then as soon as I see that, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I, not only that, 300,000, not that bad. I no, thought it would be like a Well, you'll, you'll get nice. Yeah. No, bad. No, it's actually it's actually great because what happens is, is you you know it's monkey see monkey do right. One one, one person goes, you know what, we'll, we'll donate three grand. And then it's like here's we'll six do seven. ten, and, mm-hmm. then, and then all of a sudden it just starts exploding, right? Yeah, but yeah. It, it, there has to be a, a um, you know a call to action. There has to be sales guys. Like you know, I, I don't see you guys as more sales guys. I think I think you guys are more action guys, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, we're gonna kick the fucking door down and we're going in, implementers, right? <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Literally. So, but but I, I I come from like a like I'm probably a sales you know perspective of things but i but i look at it from a a visual like i can see a done product Mm -hmm. you know but i can't build the fucking product yeah i gotta call each one of these guys to
5: help me build the product but i see it done Yep. And this you is know, right you know, up our alley, which we've yeah. always been preaching, right? Yeah. So, Blue and I have yeah. always been saying, research, do this, this, and we can yeah. find out what it can. And that's what you guys have been trying to do. Yeah. And therefore, hearing this, and I know how his mind's already thinking. That's why when you said that number, I'm already feeling my brother going, oh, okay. Now, and I can see how he's going to be able to wor- get the I team to it. round I can help build, build this. Raise that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can raise
4: that, right? And, yeah. like, and it goes feel, with what we competent. believe in. Yeah. This is
5: our core yeah. belief. Like, our belief yeah. is to get the research to do everything that we want to find out. Absolutely.
7: Absolutely, I mean, that's the thing. Like, to Brian's point, use us. I can look at people in Congress Said you sent me to war. Now it's your turn to fix me. And when we get this done, and we will, it's yeah. going to benefit the entire community. Right. As an officer, yeah. he could
5: go to these fucking people. I mean, he's yeah. having dinner with the president tomorrow, for God's sake. Yeah. 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 Again. Call up now. One Again, 420,
3: <laughs> uh, 1980. Listen, right? we're, we're, we're not showing up with, like, a tie-dye t-shirt and, you know, film canisters in our ears. Yeah. You know, we're, we're showing up in suits, and we've, we've got the credibility to back us on this yeah. way. And uh, you know, like you said, uh, it, it, it's going to benefit everyone in the community. And I mean, the VA is the third largest, well, third largest medical provider yeah, in the world. And well. if, if I have my facts straight here, so when they get on board, what happens with the rest of the insurance companies? Right, then they come on board. And now, you know, all these, all these, uh, these proprietors around all these dispensaries, have, you know, now your clients can come in with their insurance and pay for the pay for their medicine. You know, yeah. And, and, and not only so that,
5: folks listening. God willing you're still listening and want to donate. You call us up help. seriously. But these are the this this company, H V G C the Hellman Valley Growers Company, these guys literally can walk into the White House. It's not like and they don't and they do and they go back and forth all the time. Like I talked to Brian when he's on his way over there, coming back. He's there, he's sending me pictures, like we're friends like that now. And I've been in so in awe with it. And by thinking if this is what we could do, we could really make a change. Like well, I wanna the, get behind this so the, heavy the, now.
4: The, so so again, for me, right? I hear it and I go, yeah. This this is <clears throat> probably a lot easier than than the rest of you guys think at the table here, you know. But for me, right? And I don't say that mm-hmm. disrespectfully. Sure. I just go like, oh, I. You, you know, can put we can you haven't put the right we haven't put the right package together in front of the right people. Yeah. In order to actually capture it, right? Yeah. The package needs to be you know put put it sure. you know together or else it would already be having to be like no we've already and and you sure you sure you have I don't know but I think just getting really good at that 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 message yeah you know it's like when we shoot here like we we have all this going on because it gets a good message right and everybody takes it in a little better than if i'm just sitting in a room with my boy going hey boom you know it's you it, so you're taking the message so we have to create the, the the message a little you know i have to see your plan you got you it you know i haven't seen it, i'm sure you have a ton of it you know what i mean well, there's no yeah. way you don't yep but, but uh, I'd love to see it, and then I'd love to see how we can how we can help raise that with you, um, and put together a, a little program that just kind of you know, it, it holds people accountable, but super simple by bringing them in and go look having that exact call. We need a hundred of you guys, man. You know, we all put in for events every year. We don't need it right this second. Commit to us. Get a a, a payment plan on that. 300 bucks a month because we're going to go in this month. Our and goal have, is to yeah. have the money by this time next year. We, you know, we have the, and then here in the, in the meantime, here's this, this, you know, comedy shows on us. Let's have some fun tonight and break yeah. bread and, and, you know, and then you have might be able
3: to make it right there and there. Exactly. No, we can
4: do a PowerPoint presentation exactly. and probably yep. do it in
3: one night. You yeah, know, it's that's just, the best part about officers. They, they, they do that shit for a living. Yeah, we love well, our no, powerpoints.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you're going to be able to hit those. Yeah, Are we, and, we dress up Brian Jackman as a wrestler. Right yep. time. You, you can't divide it. You got like we, we do it in in a group setting, and then and then we, we have a heavy message, and then we walk out, and then if they know why they're there, you know, and and then they say, yeah, that's a. Good decision i want to do it our whole team is moving on it yeah you know and that's like yeah. kind of like our events you know when yeah. we're doing an event we just did it yeah you know i said hey wait for this wait for this you know mm-hmm. because we're, we're basically saying hey guys we're doing this golf tournament it's going down and we want your support on it because that's what we're all doing yeah like we're doing it together yeah. right and that's and how, we're helping
5: the gridiron greats like, former yeah. NFL there's a charity, players. There's a charity behind it you Big know and,
4: and it helps it helps people that have you know Injuries to their brains. So yeah, we're it, literally helping gonna, folks like yeah. you're helping. I, I'm, folks. Excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Exactly. I just, we gotta. We gotta. Put some time. Oh, we'll get together. Time, Hell yeah. yeah! And I like your new addition right here. You yeah, know? I mean like, he's all right. Um, you know, yeah. I don't know. If I, I mean, can... for a big,
5: you know, oversized gorilla, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean for trying not laugh, six four, six five, big old, <laughs> well, you, you know, know guys that can em. break down doors and climb up trees, you know, the whatever. Problem, problem
3: is, I was born in the wrong century. I was built. I was built to pull plow carts. There's no more plow carts. Yeah. Right? I yeah. Can, can I just share the one, yeah. one story? Yeah. I don't know why it just came to me. So we're doing like our advanced medical
7: treatment stuff, and like I don't know, we're just doing all this <laughs> crazy stuff and. Brian got picked to be like some, I don't know, like an example or whatever. Remember you had to like take off your blouse? And it just got like really quiet you're sitting there like topless. And we're all just sitting yeah, looking at it, it goes take like. Take it in, boys. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like yeah, so there I was and uh, this chick was sucking on my nipples. <laughs> 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 like it was just what it's no, done. I, Sorry, anyway, that came to my head. Every,
3: time, uh, there's a, every <laughs> nothing time there's weird. medical play, like, you know, you take casualties in simulation to see what the guys are going to do. They got to like treat them a certain way. They got to evac them to a helicopter yeah. and right. so on and so forth. Who do they choose? They choose the big guy. Yeah. yeah. so I'm like, hey, I was in the back of the stack. There's no way I got shot. Yeah. I carry this guy around. I was like, don't care. You're down anyways. Like, all right, well, I guess I'll just like hang out. Just lay on the ground until someone fixes. So we it. all got to pick yeah, this dude
7: yeah. up and do like the Medal of Honor run with him. Yeah. Like, oh, you
4: fat ass. Oh, so,
3: that's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> there's three or four. There's
4: five of you guys starting <laughs> to hold. Like, how
7: many beers you have this weekend? Christ, yeah. you know. Yeah. Too many. Lay
5: off it. Uh, thank
4: you guys yeah, for coming. No, thank you. Always a pleasure, man. Anything you guys want to say before we get on out of here?
7: No, I think we said it all and again. Like, help us out, BattleBrothersFoundation.org. and anyone out there who's interested in Helmand Valley, again, one hundred percent of our profits goes back to fund our research. So join the fight with us, and uh, let's do some great things together. So yeah. can't thank you guys enough for everything you're doing for us.
4: Yeah, no doubt, man. Thank uh, you, yeah, yeah, if you're yeah.
3: a dispensary out there, pick these guys up. It's good stuff. They they use only the best uh, products and uh, and gear. I mean, the, the same value that they put that we all put in the yeah. military. It's not a fly by night. They 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 value they take only land based strains, they they take you know, they take extreme care that it actually has medicinal purposes. And it's not in the flashiest of boxes, but it you know Everyone. Does the right I, thing. I've talked to Maybe. numerous people over the last month. They all, they all love it. Yeah. I
5: like the earth tone boxes. I think they're flashy. Yeah. They yeah. look like militaries.
3: I don't know. I think they're the kind of weird, right? It is. earth <laughs> earth toning. It's
5: dope to me. Yeah. Nice, man. Well, there it
4: is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this. If no one else loves you, we do.
1: Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.